Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of FTU Life After the Military. I'm your host, Tony Rodriguez. It is, what day is it? Friday, December 29th. So just a couple of days before the new year. Uh, I know I said I probably wasn't going to do another episode until after the year, um, but I had a little bit of time on my hands. So I decided, hey, let's just knock one out. And why is that? Well, because I wanted to go over just the year in review, right? Um, what What is this podcast for, right? There's several things. One, it's um, like my audio. It's a vlog, I guess. You can call it a vlog. Um, it's also meant to help veterans with their transition, just to let them know that they're not alone, right? Transitioning can be difficult or it can be rather easy. It, it's all dependent on the individual and the circumstances. Finding employment after you get out of the military can be difficult for some people, um, depending on what you're looking uh, for, right? Everyone thinks that they're going to get out and that there's a line outside the military installation of just employers waiting for them to, um, you know, sign out that one last time and, you know, you walk out the the post, the installation, and, you know, people are just throwing uh, offers at you. And, and that's not the case. It isn't. Um, some people are lucky and they can find a job before their terminal, terminal leave end, uh, ends, before it's completed. And some people can't, right? And, you know, I, I just like to highlight some people on here, like Enrique, who decided that, hey, he was going to go into commercial investing, uh, investing into uh, commercial real estate. Um, I'm looking into that. Uh, again, I don't want to be active in it. I just want some passive income. So I'm pursuing that route now um, with what I feel comfortable. You know, if I don't want to lose all my money in uh, commercial real estate investing, um, but I'm willing to lose some, right? You got to take some risk. Um, you know, also talked about uh, Derek Jackson. If you didn't know, um, you can look him up on in Google, and he has his uh, farm up here on the other side in Durham. He was on a podcast recently, not mine, and that's perfectly fine. And uh, you know, he was just talking about how what led him to uh, to being a farmer, right? Um, I forget what podcast it is. But you can check it out. Just go into um, Google, type in Derek Jackson, uh, comma, farmer, and he'll pop up. It's uh, You don't know who he is. He has this big, crazy beard. And, you know, it's in reference to his farm out in Durham. Um, you know, I had Brandon on here. You know, last episode, I, I mentioned that he, he won his contest. Um, so, you know, Brandon wanted to just drive trucks, right? And Brandon doesn't. He doesn't do anything halfway. He goes all out, right? And I knew that guy was going to be successful. I don't know what the levels are of success as a, as a big rig driver. I don't know if, like, there's, you know, like a major leagues and a minor leagues or, you know. I don't know. I don't know how it works. But I know that guy won his competition, and it isn't, it wasn't just by luck. It's because he put in the time and effort, Um to meet the requirements um, to, to win that competition. So again, congratulations to Brandon. Um, you know, I had Dan on here who talked about like going over to uh, 
the training with Microsoft. If you haven't, you know, just type in Microsoft comma training veterans and it'll pop up, right? It's like a four month training program and um, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty good program. Dan also has his PMP and his agile certification. So he's very marketable. Um, he works from home. He's very happy and you know, he's killing it. Right. And that's what we all want. Now, I disagree with his uh, uh, his suggestion that if you don't know what you want to do, um, you should stay in the military. That, it's your life. You do what you want to do. If you want to stay in for 100 years, go right ahead. If you want to get out, then get out, right? Just figure out what your plan is. And if you don't want to have a plan, if you just want to get out, then just get out. Like It's your life. You do what you want to do. Right? I mention that because um, tomorrow I'm getting on a plane. I'm going to... Uh, Pasadena, California. I swore that I would never go back to California again, right? But Alabama's playing in the playoffs. And I was turning into one of those snooty uh, Alabama fans and said, oh, I'll just wait till next year. I'll go see them in the playoffs. There, well, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that they'll ever be in the playoffs again, right? And here's, here's the other thing. There's no guarantee that I'll be here next year, right? I'm not saying I'm going to do anything to myself, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're Maybe I have a stroke or a heart attack or, I don't know, some drunk, dr drunk driver hits me and I pass on. Maybe one of these little chihuahua dogs that are out here in my neighborhood when I go running, maybe it's his day and he takes me down and takes me out, right? Maybe I'm, I've just gotten too fat and too too old and too slow and it's his day, you know, and I get taken out by a, a pack of chihuahuas out there. I don't know. But why am I going to put it off? Uh, if I can, if I have the money, I have the means, then why not go watch them, right? And I was doing that, I was doing the same thing that I've done before in my life. I was justifying not going. I was telling myself, well, I should save that money, you know, because I could use it for this. I could invest it in that. I could, you know, use it to help my children do this. I can use it to help my grandchildren at that. I've been doing that all my life. Uh, when, when do I get to celebrate? When do I get to relax? When do I get to enjoy things, right? Um, the biggest thing I ever bought for myself was a car, right? And that was to get to work so I could provide for my family. The biggest thing that I bought that was just for me and only me prior to this year was um, some running shoes. A pair of Brick, Brooks running shoes that were $250. That was my the biggest gift I had ever purchased for myself um, because everything else went to my family. Well, I love my family, uh, but they're all adults. Um so it's time for them to figure stuff out. My grandkids are not adults. They're my grandkids. They're not my kids. They are not my responsibility. I will spoil them, but they are not my responsibility. I'm not going to not go to watch Alabama play at in Pasadena in the Rose Bowl um, in order to save that money to give it to my grandkids. That's just stupid, and I'm not going to do it. Right? It's time for me to live my life and enjoy enjoy life a little bit right um there's several reasons for that um you know yes i suffer from ptsd and suffer from anxiety my anxiety's a little weird right i have that anxiety from always being on edge right from being in iraq and going on patrol and just being on edge but nobody ever talks about is the other type of anxiety right that you get from being in the military you don't have to have deployed for this right what i'm talking about is when i come home work from 8 to 4 and I get home at about 
My wife goes to sleep about 6.30 because she has this weird um, work schedule, right, where she has to wake up at 1 in the morning. So from 6.30 until I go to sleep at about 11, it's just me in the house, and I, I'm on edge all the time. If I hear something, I turn and I get up, I search the house to see what it, what was there. Well, most of the time, all the time, it has nothing's ever come from that, right? It's just me and I hear things. But it's just that feeling that I have that I, you know, when I would get home from the military, I was waiting for a text message, some stupid message through Signal or WhatsApp or Salcrip or Wicker or Slack or whatever other stupid messaging system that we used to use, right? I was waiting for phone calls. I was waiting for emails. I was waiting for somebody to knock on my door, right? It was always something in the military and it never stopped. And that's been the hardest part of this year is just learning how to relax, to not, to let my mind just be at peace and not think about anything else. Just veg out. It's hard, right? Um, Today, I didn't go into work. My alarm went off, or I didn't go off. I woke up at 7, and it was still dark out. I I thought, why I should get up? It's like, why? So I went back to sleep about another hour and a half. When I woke up, it's okay, okay, I have to get up. I have to go run. Why? Why do I have to go run at 8.30? I have the entire day. So I just lying in bed all day, right? Not all day, but for a couple more hours. Had some coffee, just watched television. And then about 11 o'clock, I decided to go for a run. That sounds pretty relaxing and pretty easy, but it took a lot of work to not get out of bed because every 10 minutes I was thinking of something that I had to do, which I thought was important. And it wasn't the world didn't end. And nobody, it, it wasn't important. There was nothing that I was thinking of that was important. Walking down to the mailbox, um, because my mailbox is about, I don't know, a quarter mile away. Um, walking down there wasn't priority, right? My mail's not going anywhere. So who cares? Right? The, the things that I, I was telling myself that was important, it, it wasn't. And it's just trying to get over that, right? I, it's just this constant, just nagging feeling that... I feel like I, I'm forgetting something. And it's always there. So it's really hard to relax. Right? I'm used to like taking care of problems or providing advice. Learning how to just keep my mouth shut and just... If people don't ask me for advice, I just shut up, right? Just who cares? I don't have to be involved in every conversation. Just mind your own business. Live your life, right? That's That's what I want to do. I just... I want to live my life in peace. And so that, that's been the hardest part of the year. Um, I know other people struggle with this. I just had to, had, had a friend, a very close friend, called him brother, basically write me off. And I had to do, call in for a welfare check on this person. Because um, I was concerned about them, right? But they had written me off before. It, you know... 
that's not the first person to say, hey, I, I don't never want to speak to you again. I don't want you in my life. Nope. Totally understand that. I'll always be there for that person, you know. But it's not the first person who won't be the last. But I also have a, a responsibility to, um, you know, check in on that person. Um, I can't because they live out of state, so I can't check in on them. But I can call and, you know, the local police and ask them to do a welfare check on them, which is probably going to upset that person even more. But what are you going to do? The cryptic message I, would, I received was, was cryptic, right? It was did not paint a good picture. So you have to do what you have to do what's necessary, right? Um, to make sure that my friend I had to do what was necessary to make sure that my friend was okay, and to make sure the general public was okay. Because what what's going to happen if what's the worst case scenario? I don't know. But it's important to um, if you think somebody's in a bad situation, check in on them, and if they don't answer or respond, you can always do a welfare check. You know, police they're not going to be too happy about it. They're probably going to call you. Stupid in a polite way, but you know, you got to do it. We have to do it. So again, the holidays, it's, it's pretty hard for people. Um, it's hard for me. You know, I miss my mother, miss my father. I miss my eldest sister. Um, you know, but I'm still here and I get another day. Hopefully I get more than, more than that. And like I said, tomorrow I'm flying all the way to California and in first class. And you want to know why? Because why am I going to be on a plane for five and a half hours in the back with all the lepers? Life is too short to be in the back. Like, I'm not a small person. I'm a fat guy, right? I'm not going to be scrunched in the middle seat or even on the window seat next to a big jambalaya, right? A big jumbo person, (laughs) right? I know, yes, I know jambalaya is food. I know it's not a word for size, okay? You don't need to correct me on that. Um, it's just a fun word to say. But I'm not going to sit in the back with a bunch of jumbos, with a bunch of lightweights, right? I'm going to sit up in in first class. And I need that extra room because um, having my arms tucked in like that for five and a half hours, it's just not going to happen. Because I'm just doing that for those, what, five seconds? Hurt both of my shoulders immensely so i'm not i'm gonna go sit up in first class and stretch out because one why i mean life's too short once i die what am i going to do with that money nothing it's not going with me so i might as well spend a little little bit of it right now and you know my body just can't be on a plane for that long in that position i i I can't i can't do it anymore so i'm gonna do what i need to do so this was just a short little episode, right? Going at 15 minutes. Um, you know, transition is not easy. It also isn't hard. People want to tell you that um, it was the most challenging thing in their life. Um, I think that might be a bit of an exaggeration. It's not It's not that hard. It uh, just takes a little bit of work like anything else. And, you know, if it's... If it's meaningful, it's going to require some work. Um, Not a whole lot, but some. Um, So I I know if you're you're transitioning out, I know you'll be successful. I know you're going to have a a good year. 2024 should be good, right? The interest rates seem to be coming down. 
looks like it'll be a, a good year to um, purchase a house if you're if that's where you're going. Um, I'm definitely going to refinance this bad boy um, because why not? And again, if you're um, 100% disabled, uh, if you get a rating of 100%, um, just check to see what uh, benefits your states have has because uh, you can get a reduction in your state um, your property taxes. Right. Um, I know for North Carolina, it's I think the first forty-five thousand of your home value is taken off. So I'm assuming that if your house is four hundred, worth valued at four hundred thousand, that they're going to tax you for a house that's three hundred fifty-five. Not exactly sure how it works. Just check it out. Anything that reduces your taxes is always a plus, right? So just go ahead. Check that out. Also, um, for the Michigan fans out there who were upset that I said that um, your players who were at Disney looked like hobos, um, ease up, buddy. Ease up, all right? Because uh, I don't know if you know this, but nobody that's on Twitter that's fighting, like getting upset because comments are on social media, none of us are actually playing in the in the football game. Uh, none of us. Last time I checked, I didn't attend the University of Alabama. I have never been on the football team. Um, I don't know. I don't think I would even qualify to be like the water boy or the towel boy. Um, probably couldn't get them the towels fast enough. So just ease up. Um, me calling somebody a hobo uh, really isn't an insult. I don't know who uses that word. Right? <laughs> like, you should have seen the comments of some of these people. And some of it, again, it's it, social media. It's great because it's hilarious. People get riled up over just the dumbest things. Uh, <laughs> you know, life life is too short. Just, uh, you know, just go live your life, whatever it is. If, if you want to be that guy on Twitter and you want to comment on everything, then by all means, go right ahead. Um, I don't. I, I just like, you know. If you look at my Twitter feed, all it is is Alabama football and uh, professional wrestling. That's pretty much it. And every once in a while, NFL stuff. But nothing else. That's it. Because that's all I really want to see in my social media feed. Stuff that I think is funny and that entertains me. Right? I don't want to be tuned into every major social issue on the planet uh, every second of the day. I don't. Um, I just want to veg. So, again, Happy New Year to everyone. Make sure you have a good um, good first of the year. Don't get too carried away, right? You want to make sure that you're here for the remainder of the year. Um, it, it was 2023 was a good year. I know 2024 is going to be even better. So just, you know, identify what makes you special. Everybody has a talent, right? Just identify what that is, some special skill. Again, mine was math. I never really used it. Um, finally going to start using it, right? It only took 49 years. Now I'm going to start using it. So just identify what it is, maximize it to its fullest potential. I know, I know you'll be successful. Um, for anybody who out there who's uh, rooting for Michigan, um, that's just for this game, right? Because, you know, we love the Crimson, Crimson Tide in this house. As you saw, I got my new hat. I'm going to go see Ashley out there. Still wearing the same ugly shirt from the last podcast. Um, I got my new um, Alabama cap here. 
So until next time, guys, we'll talk to you later. Happy New Year. Zot, zot, zot. And roll tide.